This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Junkies and junkies, welcome back. After an off week, we are back on a Sunday, just this weekend. Welcome to the NWA Saturday special on Sunday. I am Scott Criscolo. Joining me as always, the doctor, Dr. G. Georgia Blue. What day is it? I'm all confused now. It's 11 to DD day. It's the 57th of February, I-O. Anyway, uh, how are you and everybody out there? It's uh, ooh, another week in the books. I tell you, I can't believe we're uh, we're already going. Uh, we're already in the second week of September. This is crazy. We're in our fiftieth year of life. <laughs> you like that? How profound! <laughs> yes, how profound. We're in the fiftieth year of life. Yes, it is. We are in September. It's still ninety fucking degrees in Connecticut, and I don't give a shit anymore. Uh, but uh, we have a jam-packed show for you this week uh we moved to sunday for just this weekend uh because uh dr g and i friday night came home a little late from an exceptionally good wrestling show that we're going to talk to you about a little bit later uh which could be leading to maybe some new content on this program on a weekly basis Hmm. but of course we do talk about the national wrestling alliance and after they pretty much took the week off they Last Tuesday, uh, the Tuesday after Labor Day, they uh, uh, they decided. No, I'm sorry, the two Tuesdays ago, the Tuesday after NWA 75, uh, they really didn't do a, a power. They just did some matches from the pay per view. But this past Tuesday, they most certainly did an episode of power. And Billy said in the Chris Van Vliet interview that things were going to be a changing. And boy, did they, at least from a schematic perspective, I guess for a cosmetic perspective, if you will. Um, And we got an announcement of the next pay-per-view. And it's it's a little cheesy, but not, doesn't bother me. It's a little cheesy, a little themey, but that's okay. We'll get to it in a sec. Um... Power uh, was in Nashville. They didn't do any extra tapings in St. Louis. Thank fucking God. Um, And let's talk about the new things, Dr. G. Uh, First off, we have a new set. Uh, Looks a little bit like the old one. You know, when they had the, 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 the desk and stuff. But now they have like an entrance, you know, like one of those, like an entrance area, like an opening with the flags hanging on either side of it. And, um, and music. 
usually, you know, up to this point in Power's history, they usually, Dr. G, the Lightning One era of NWA, they usually preserve the music for the pay-per-views. Uh, yes. But now they play it. Uh, they play it. Uh, you know, they do a little bit of an entrance, but it's almost like a video game. If you you know how when you guys have the, you and you play more video games than I do, but with the mm-hmm. video game, like with the little taped open, so the you could tell it's it's a recorded open. You know, uh, with them coming to the ring, and oh, then right. they they cut right to the to the ring for the match. Um, Okay, you know, whatever. You're trying something different. Um, I will say this. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not saying that it's our show or anything like that, but I definitely think they do. And we know that because they use some of our audio one time on one of the pay-per-views. I do think they listen to some, you know, there's probably, there's not a ton of podcasts on the NWA out there. So I think they do listen to some of the things we were saying. And some of it was we wanted to see it go back to, some of the stuff, I mean, obviously they've done a little different, but to go back to some of what it made them, uh, us like it back in 2019, having the desk, you know, or the the podium, whatever you want to call it, um, I do wish they would go back to the actual set that they had originally rather than the video screen, but whatever, you know, splitting hairs there. Mm. And... Um, so I, I definitely think, you know, that was one of the things we really, uh, you know, pushed on. And I, I mean, you and I, we were saying this even last night when we were talking, the matches are good. There's yeah, they are. With the NWA matches. Yeah, you got to no wrestling show was ever going to be, you know, go without a clunker. I mean, that's no, of course that's, not. That's impossible. Yeah. Things. But right. the, the matches are very good. But I, I, I definitely think. um I think they do listen. I do think they sometimes, I mean, you know, Billy, Billy could get his little ego going sometimes. He, I think he does listen to the fans a little bit because even on the comments on the YouTube, you could see people were like, oh, kind of gave me that feel going back a little bit to 2019. So mm-hmm. people did miss some of the stuff that we missed. So it, we're, I don't think we were totally off. No, and uh, if Billy does listen, uh, or if any members of the front office of Lightning One, Listen to the NWA Saturday special. Call it out. Let us know. We'll be a little nicer to you. But we're not sanctioned by the NWA, so you're going to have to take the slings and arrows unless you pay us. I mean, if you pay us and you want us to be the official NWA podcast and you get rid of Snotty Nose, that's perfectly fine with me. But you're going to have to understand that I don't, I'm not for hire. If, you're gonna, if, you're, if you screw something up, I'm going to say it. You have to be called out on it, Billy. You have no problem calling out other people for their screw-ups. You might have to take the slings and arrows yourself. But I will say this. I mean, I like them going back to having some of the interviews because it sets yes. up the feuds a little bit rather than just shooting. I mean, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some, some of the matches tonight, again, were uh, not really storyline builders per se. Nah, I mean, no. You have the – but not necessarily was on the 605 show either. A lot of times it was squash matches. So, well, being a quote storyline based show, let's talk about that for a sec. Cause you always say that storyline based, nothing has to be, we're not talking like Rick Root ultimate warrior from the summer of 89. I mean, nothing's ever going to be that good, but for instance, one of the matches tonight was Brady Pierce and Rolando Freeman, right. which was kind of a continuation from NWA 75 because, the spectaculars are pretty much broken up 
and Brady Pierce beat the shit out of that little twerp in uh, 319. So there, there was, there's a little bit of continuation from things. Um, yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not saying you have to have like a, a every, every match gigantic storyline right. involved in it. Um, cause if, again, the 605 show, which, you know, we watched when we were kids, they had at the podium to get people to come to the, to the house shows, which obviously right now NWA doesn't have, but they built to their pay-per-views. But then, you know, the matches kind of showed off the, the teams or the, the wrestlers that you wanted to, uh, to pump up, uh, you know, for, for the cards, you know, so basically, you know, you want to see the, the teams that are the teams or the, the, the single wrestlers that you want to build up for the next pay-per-view. That's basically what NWA's model is right now. Right. So, uh, I don't know. I just, I like, you know, again, you, you do have some good, good guys on the mic, and you know, obviously with Aaron Stevens, it's just it just brings back a little, right? Uh, that old school feels what, what we liked from the beginning. I agree with you. It does. Uh, there's also uh, a new announced team. Um, well, we still have Joe Galley. However, it has been announced that uh, the deliciously beautiful Velvet Sky is uh, has left the NWA. She's gone. Yeah, I'm not really uh, sure what, what's going on there. I tell you, she did improve from what yep. she oh, Maybe she just didn't want to do it anymore. I don't. I don't. I mean, we. I know. And I'm not. I'm not picking on you, but this isn't. Um, but I'm saying it's funny how we all think immediately there was some kind of animosity. Like nobody leaves in this day and age. Nobody leaves anything amicably anymore. Everybody's. If you left no, the NWA, ah, Billy must have pissed her off or something. I, but, but I was just saying I don't know what happened there. Like, did no, she it, right. Get contract? To, uh, did she just decide she just didn't want to do it anymore? I didn't say there was anything. Um, no, and I did. That's why I said I I said it wasn't that wasn't you. Uh, I'm just saying that I'm sure people are thinking the minute you hear somebody leaving somewhere, it had to be acrimonious because if it's not, then it's not fun to talk about because people are sadists. So um, she may just not want to do it anymore. Uh, no Tim Storm either. It was because if you noticed that at the at, at a decent amount of the pay per view, particularly night one. It was Joe Galley and Danny Deals, and that's pretty much the team now. Uh, I don't know if I, I doubt Tim Storm is gone. He may be still be nursing the injury that he suffered in the Jack Dane match, um, or he's back to school and he's going to teach and he doesn't have time. So who knows? Uh, but it's Joe Galley and Danny Deals, and that's fine. Two man team, perfectly fine with me. Um, I'll miss Velvet. We'll see where she is. I thought maybe we'd see her the other night at a, at the show we were at, which again I'll bring up in a second, uh, but we didn't. Um, so those are the two major changes. I mean, the, the sets now there's like an entrance, it's like a mini Titan Tron. They have two big screens, uh, with an opening. And then there was, uh, you know, and then there was, um, uh, um, flags, the flags are hanging on either side yeah. of the opening. So, I mean, it, it looks, it looks a little better. I, I felt the, um, even though, you know, obviously there's not a lot of people, maybe a couple hundred people, but I felt like the crowd was a little bit more lively uh, for this show. Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah, they definitely were. I think, I think, because it doesn't, let's be honest, the last year of power, uh, it just looks so dry and dull and depressing and no energy. This was, this was a big change of pace. So it did, uh, it, you did see some people like commenting, like they want the, the blue and the uh, yellow you know, uh, ring. Yeah. Really they didn't like, yeah, they, they were done with the black and the, the black and gold and that's fine. I like the, the blue and yellow too. So, 
Uh, there were four matches. It was not a long show. It was like 44 minutes. We did have interviews. EC3, the World's Heavyweight Champion, the new World's Heavyweight Champion spoke. Uh, cut a promo. Nice one. Um, Aaron Stevens cut a great promo with his new World Tag Team Champions, BFT, Blood Force Trauma, Carnage and Damage. Uh, we did have one title match. Max the Impaler, the World Women's Television Champion, uh, defeated um, Taylor Rising. So the title was successfully defended. In a tag match, the Immortals try to build that tag division, which is the team, of course, of Kratos and Odinson, successfully uh, won their match. They beat the Outrunners, which was Truth Magnum and Turbo Floyd. I love those names. In six and a half. That's your name. Good hard hitting. I mean, that's what Billy says. You know, good hard hitting matches. You know, they, they really work. They work a little stiff in the NWA. How do the How do the Outrunners steal our names? Because I definitely feel like a Truth Magnum, and you are most definitely a Turbo Floyd. Um, can I call you Turbo? Uh, we mentioned Brady Pierce defeated Rolando Freeman. Thank God, because he's a twerp. And so the Spectaculars as a team are broken up. And in the main event, uh, in a six-man tag, this new faction is gaining steam, Dr. G. The Southern Six, Alex Taylor, Kerry Morton, and our national heavyweight champion, Thrill Billy Silas defeated the Fixers LLC, Matt Vine, the Fixer, which is Jay Bradley, and Wrecking Ball Ligurski. Yeah, I think the Southern Six shirt is probably the most sold shirt, shirt in the NWA, to be honest. I think so, because it's it's damn cool. I have to say, it's damn cool. Um, now, the big announcement that came from uh, Power this uh, past week is that we have the next pay-per-view, and it's a little weird. So it's Billy is still being weird, but I don't totally hate this. I'm not going to lie. I don't totally hate it. Well, so um, what he's doing is not unprecedented, so it's not. No, it's not. Uh, it is called, well. Sawin. Sawin. Sawin, which is the way that Father James Mitchell called it. But if I'm going to say it phonetically, it's Sam Hain. Which is, of course, if you're a horror fan, which, of course, my co-host is clearly not. Um, if you remember the uh, Halloween franchise, if you remember the first, you know, Halloween 2, not Halloween Kills, the one, the new one, the new one of the trilogy, but the original Halloween 2 that came out in 1981. You remember the scene where they're in the school um, that Michael Myers broke into and he wrote Sam Hain, uh, the Lord of the Dead, as Donald Pleasant said, Dr. Loomis. Uh, so it's a Satan-y, you know, Halloween-y kind of thing. Uh, but, but this is what annoys me now. Now we're going to start using fancy fucking words. Some people are just going to call it Sam Hain, but no, he's got to say Sawin, whatever. In any event, uh, it's a show. I'm okay with it. And I guess it's going to be Halloween themed, which is, I listen, WCW did Halloween Havoc and nobody bitched. So, uh, but it's going to take place on Saturday night, October 28th from Cleveland, does Billy think he's going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Ha! Well, the Smashing Pumpkins do belong to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame eventually. But, um, well, Dr. G, they are changing up. One of the things we were with our good friend, Mr. J. Arsenio D'Amato, over the weekend. And, we're, and he's, I know a lot of people think he picks on the NWA, but he actually wants it to succeed. He just likes needling me. But uh, he says one of the problems is they don't go anywhere. They don't move. They either Nashville, St. Louis, 
Chicago or North Carolina. That's it. So it's hard to get into a promotion when you can't go see them if you're not in close to one of those cities. Yeah. Now, it definitely would be nice for to see them move around a little more. I agree. So they are going to Cleveland on Saturday night, October 28th for Sam Hain or Salwin, as fucking James Mitchell calls it. So I'm guessing that will probably be um, EC3's first world title defense. Probably be a bunch of title defenses for everybody. Um, the key thing is Dr. G. And I hope they don't do it. I hope they don't do it. But it could be that's the show where Tom Latimer cashes in his lucky seven. I hope he doesn't. I hope he waits for like a more a more important pay-per-view, perhaps the Crockett Cup or Hot Tams four, uh, which will probably be, you know, either late December or early. Now with this one at the end of October, I'm thinking maybe uh Hot Tams could be maybe early January. Well, so he doesn't like to. Uh, Billy does not like to turn the championships over um, quickly. They are like, you know, quick turnovers with the championships. So I I think, I think you'll see uh, EC3 hold on to it for a little while. Oh, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Tom Latimer would win. I'm not saying that. I just don't want him to blow the lucky seven this quickly. And then he loses. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. When he, when he cashes it in, he should win the title. That's what I'm saying. They they could build a nice storyline around that. I think totally. Of course they could. That's why I'm saying I don't want him to. I I just want him to just keep defending the TV title and keep it in your back pocket. You know, so. um, uh, So we'll see. But obviously we're, you know, what? Eight weeks away from it. So more than enough time. Again, NWA, Sam Hain, if you're saying it, you know, phonetically. Sawan, if you're saying it the James Mitchell way. Uh, that is the next NWA pay-per-view. That's and it totally is. aggravating, yeah. It is. It's stupid. Why do we have to do fancy words? Can't we just call something something, you know, I don't know, trick-or-treat or some shit? The other, trick, the trick. other, thing, the other thing I noticed, too, that was different was we have a new backstage interviewer. Yes, we do. Uh, it's a new woman. Um, yes, Sam because Laterna. for those that don't know, what the heck is her name? Sam Laterna from Laterna. Uh, because May Valentine, Maria Dias Gomes, uh, did not do the pay-per-view and she is not doing this season. She just said she's not doing this season of power. doesn't mean she's not coming back, at least the way she worded it, which is a bummer because May actually got a lot better as time moved on and she's easy on the eyes. Uh, so was Sam. <laughs> so yeah, she is pretty. Um, but she's not too bad. Sam did. Most of the she did NWA 75 last weekend or two weekends ago, I guess. So, um, but so no May Valentine. She may be coming back though, the way she worded her tweet. Velvet Sky is done, done. So, um, so we have a new interview, backstage interviewer. We have a new set and we have a new broadcast team. Well, for the most part, Joe Galley is still there, but now it is Danny Deals, um, replacing Velvet Sky, who's left the company, and Tim Storm, who probably is just selling the injuries from the Jack Stain match. So, so I have to say, honestly, a, a good improvement, a thumbs up for NWA in terms of their production. But the next thing they have to do is start traveling more. Um, listen, set up a your next power taping and do it in another city. You know, do power in Bridgeport. 
or do it at the rec center at St. Matthew Parish. You don't, no, I'm just kidding. Could you imagine? Say, imagine that we're in the rec center. Uh, anyway, awesome. that would be pretty great. Um, anyway, um, so that's the next thing. And that's, we were talking about that the, the other night is they need to, um, they need to start traveling. You can't just go to four cities, Billy. You can't, just can't do that. Um, and I think you need to take back your promise about the anniversary show being in St. Louis every year because that's fucking dumb. But anyway, uh, big improvement for Power. A lot of more energy. Not a long show. I think it was like 44 minutes, which is fine. Uh, but definitely a refreshing improvement from, um, uh, from you know, what they had had. It was just getting... Very old and tiring. So, uh, now on our next episode next Saturday, I w- I'm going to bring up. I didn't listen. I uh, Dr. G listened to it. I did not yet. Uh, Nick Aldis. Now we already had Billy on Chris Van Vliet. Well, the National Treasure Nick Aldis was just on Chris Van Vliet, and I believe he was a little more open than Mr. Corgan was about their rift. Um, so check that well, out. I'm going to check it out. It, it's just, it was just not happening, <laughs> you know, like, right. Didn't, didn't see a lot. Of, I, 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 you know, I would urge people to go listen to it and then maybe right. we could discuss it next week. Right. You listen That's to what it. Gonna Cause I, I, I don't think we could do it justice. Me just telling you. Yeah, no, that's what I said. So you have a week, everybody, as do I. And then next Saturday morning on the next show, we'll 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 recap it. We did recap the stuff about Tom Latimer in there. That's so I'll just give you that little. Nugget. Well, that's 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 Nick's boy. So because they've been together forever, back to the, you know, the days in England before you before impact. Speaking of impact, how about that for a segue? Huh? Uh, well, speaking of impact, uh, the show that Dr. G and I were talking about was indeed. Their last pay-per-view um, outing, which was Victory Road, Impact Wrestling's most recent pay-per-view, which took place uh, two nights ago, if you're listening to this on Sunday, two nights ago, Friday night, from the Westchester County Center in White Plains, New York, which is, I mean, barely 40 minutes from here. I think it's a shorter drive to there than it is to my mom's house <laughs> from where I am. Um Great old school building. WWF used to do house shows there. They used to do challenge or superstars tapings back in the in the heyday, you know, the mid to late 80s, even into the 90s. Um, I'd never been there. I was actually honored. I was touched to actually be in a, a legendary WWF haunt yeah, uh, from back in the day. So um, it was a great uh, it was a great uh, uh um, show. Uh, Impact has great in-ring workers. Yes. Um. Uh, and every match was really, really good. Now, somebody was at last night's 1,000th Impact taping, and they said it was a better show than that. Well, I mean, one's a TV show and one was a pay-per-view, so it's really tough to compare them. But anyway. So t- they're saying tonight was... Uh... They said that uh, that the 1,000 impact taping has been better, but again, it's a pay per view compared. Well, to the there was a, remember, there's a lot of surprises too because people who were on right, the show or you know, different different type of show. Exactly. Now we will recap that 1,000th episode of Impact next week. Why? Well, we'll tell you in a minute. 
Um, so here's the, the results. Uh, two pre-show matches. Uh, Alan Angels came out and did an open challenge. And out came one of Dr. G's favorite old guys, Little Guido. Yes, Guido Maritato, otherwise known as Nunzio in WWE. Remember the old FBI? You remember the FBI? Yep. Full-blooded Italians. Yeah, it was nice, nice little Italian guy coming out. We need, yeah. we needed, we needed the rest of them. We needed Sally Gratz. We need little Val Puccio. We need some of the other Ginzos to come out. We were starting to chant like we were chanting like Johnny Gabagool. It was great. There were a bunch of freaking New York uh, freaking paisans in the crowd. It was pretty great. <laughs> it was. We had some fun. Yeah. Uh, and then ABC, the team of Ace Austin and Chris Bay, uh, that's a total Nate team there, defeated Moose and Brian Myers by pinfall. Then the main show, and I have to say, not one match went too long. I'd say this was a very well-formatted show. Not one match went too long. Uh, Leo Ru- uh, And only one title changed hands. Leo Rush kept the uh, X Division belt. He beat Kushida in 10.09. MK Ultra, that's uh, D'Amato's sexy team there of Killer Kelly and Masha Slamovich. Uh, they beat the Sean Taraj, which is Giselle Shaw and Savannah Evans. Uh, to retain the Knockouts World Tag Titles in 8-12. Crazy, cra- I was calling Crazy, Crazy Steve, who I kind of like, actually, defeated Black Torah, Torus, is that what they were calling him? Torus. Torus. By pinfall in 9-04. Tommy Dreamer, who we all thought was going to retire because he grew up like three seconds from the Westchester County Center, did not. Tommy Dreamer is the new digital media champion. He defeated Kenny King. Had Dreamer lost, he would have had to retire. That match was 12 14. Uh, Tommy, by the way, honored his beloved hero, the Funker, Terry Funk, by wearing his classic red, black, and white striped tights that he used to wear. Yes. It was pretty great. And he had a Funk U shirt. I mean, it was, it was a decent match. I mean, it was, it's not, not a, well, was, you know, it is what it was. It, it was just, it was entertaining. Let's put it yeah, it was. It was. I mean, we. I mean, Tommy obviously is, you know, past his prime. Uh, after four losses to her, Jordan Grace finally defeated Deanna Perrazzo by pinfall in eleven forty eight. Obviously, because no title was on the line. I think they were all title shots before that. In the anything goes match, this match was actually comically funny, but in a good way. PCO. Uh, defeated Bully Ray. I think they broke like fucking nine tables. It was, it was kind of ridiculous. I'm sure the Westchester County uh, uh, Assessor's Office sent a bill to uh, Scott to Scott Demore for the nine t- tables that were busted or whatever. Anyway, um, the Rascals uh, retained the tag team titles, beating the Motor City Machine Guns when I think it was Trey Miguel sprayed either spray paint or something into uh, Chris Saban's eyes. To uh, get the pin. Uh, Trinity retained the knockouts title. She beat Alicia Edwards at 858. Uh, we saw the ret- we saw Frankie K back, Frank Kazarian. But for the first time in years, another classic knockout, Tracy Brooks came out. Of course, she's married to Frankie K. So. And then in the main event, which was my favorite match of the night because it was two meat slappers slapping meat, Josh Alexander defeated Steve Macklin in 1845. I loved that match. Josh Alexander is pretty much a Canadian Kurt Angle. Yes, he is. And but he is good. So I they were I mean those chops doc. Josmo would uh, Josmo Rotella would have been very proud of the chops. Uh yes. they were they were uh they were quite vicious. 
Um, so overall, I enjoyed the show. Great atmosphere. Uh, myself, uh, the doctor, Mr. D'Amato, and Mr. Grunberg. Yes, him. Dr. G got to hang out with Gruny for the first time in a decade. Um, and maybe he'll hang out with him again. <laughs> maybe he won't hang out with him again for another decade. Ah, be nice. <laughs> uh, nah. Gruny's Gruny. We love him. Anyway, um, but the four of us went, and we sat on the floor. I mean, second row. Not expensive tickets whatsoever. Uh, no. We sat on the floor. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot we, of fun. Most fun I'd had at a live show in quite a while that wasn't WWE. Um, I enjoyed it very much. Uh, I like Impact. I like the, the roster. I, I like the uh, broadcast team. It's um, the old Tom Phillips. I don't remember his, his, new, his real name. Tom something. And then the former Aiden English. His name's like Matthew Enring or Gittling or whatever the heck his last name is. Uh, but it's the old Aiden English. Um, and then, you know, they have backstage interviewers and such. So, and the announcement, and this got a big pop from the crowd. This year's inductees into the impact slash TNA hall of fame is the original broadcast team, Mike Tanay and Don West. Of course, sadly, Don West is no longer with us. He passed away two years ago. I think he had cancer that I know. I know he had cancer. Oh, yeah. Um, I think two years ago, I think 2021, I think he passed away. Who didn't love Don West? I yell, I was yelling out, I bought a brown bag special, which had a very ugly Jeff Hardy shirt in it, but that's okay. Um, I think I had like four DVDs in it. I think I had like a Kevin Nash doll or something. Um, <laughs> um, and Mike Tanay with his pursed lips. Matt Rotella hates Mike Tanay. Just letting you know. Um, but they are being inducted and that'll take place on. Saturday night, uh, October 21st at Bound for Glory in uh, Chicago, which I but believe. But he does love gags to give. He does yeah. love gags to give. Well, that's because his face is right there. His, well, that's because I'm starting. I'm going to start calling Rotella Jaws the Gimp. So, um, look, if he could go to work dressed like that, he most definitely would. Um, except he'd be like Eugene Levy uh, in Armed and Dangerous and wear the assless chaps. So, just saying. Uh, I think I'm going uh, – never mind. Uh, anyway, um – so that was your uh, that was uh, Victory Road, the most recent uh, Impact pay per view, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, great crowd. Um, it, I mean, it was it was sold out in the sense that there weren't a lot of empty seats, so maybe it was mostly sold out. I don't know how they did. Ten, uh, if you're listening to the Sunday, I don't know what they were how they did last night with the um, taping of episode 1000. So we speaking of episode 1000, uh, we will be recapping that episode as part of our show next week. As a matter of fact, everybody, uh, Dr. G and I are going to add a new wrinkle to our weekly show. Uh, We are going to add impact recaps every week to go along with uh, NWA. So we're going to be doing NWA and impact wrestling every every Saturday morning as part of the NWA Saturday special. Now, possibly at some point down the line, we'll probably rename the show. Um, what that'll be, I have no idea. But I think, uh, I really do think Impact deserves, current Impact deserves some pub. Now, of course, uh, here on the pod of, uh, pod of quads, huh? the quad of pods, we do have two classic Impact wrestling shows. Uh, here on our network, we have uh, obviously Highway to the Impact Zone with uh, Logan Crosland and uh, the rest of the gang. And over on the no-so, there's TNA Never Dies with uh, uh, JR, Jenny, and uh, Aaron George. Um, 
So there's plenty of classic TNA here on our quad of pods, but there's not really any current TNA or current impact. So that's what we're going to be here for. So just to let you know, starting with next week's show, uh, we'll be doing uh, impact recaps just as uh, to go along with the NWA power recap. So uh, check that out every Saturday as part of our show. So just wanted to make that announcement. Uh, that'll pretty much do it. I think that's all we got. Uh, just if you if, if an impact show is coming to your area, go. Tickets, I guarantee you, will not be expensive. Um, uh, let me tell you, I really enjoyed it. It was one of the fun, funnest, most fun wrestling shows I, I've been to in a while. And yeah, it really was. And, and I mean, obviously, having the great seats didn't hurt either. But honestly, no. from the way they had it set up there, you pretty much couldn't really have a bad seat in the house, to be honest. Right. Yeah. Um, and I was just pumped because we were in a, a legendary building. If you're a, I mean, if you're an old school WWF fan from the eighties, um, I don't think Damato was ever in there either. And Damato has been everywhere. So it was really cool to be in a legendary place like the Westchester County center in white it plains. Um, it was uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. And you know, they, again, they used to do house shows there. Uh, they did tapings, you know, whether it was superstars or challenge or all American or whatever. Um, they did, they, they always, uh, WWF did a ton of tapings back in the, I think they got into the nineties, but definitely in the mid to late eighties, most definitely they did tapings there. So it was pretty cool. Um, that'll do it. So uh, this show went shorter than I thought, but that's a good thing. We got everything done in a very compact period of time. Uh, follow us uh, on the tweets, the X, uh, do, at, at Dr. G P T B. Yeah. Dr. G P T B. And that's Scott Z Podfather, but please, most definitely, please follow the brand on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. We do uh, the wrestling time travel. Uh, we do polls. We put the podcasts up there. We do all sorts of good things. So please keep an eye on it. And of course, follow us. You know, follow our regular stream, place to bepodbeancom or check out on all the podcast catchers: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Pods. Well, Stitcher's gone now, which is a shame. But anyway. Um, trying to get us on iHeart. That would be pretty cool. I'll work on that. Um, oh, also go to, uh, T public and, uh, check out our merch at PTBW in the search and you can check out our merch. We have all the logos on all sorts of stuff, hoodies, t-shirts, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, doctor, always a pleasure. Uh, pillows either. You you get a, uh, Oh, you get pillows. Saturday special. Pillows. Dittos or pillows? Um, we'll be back next Saturday morning, back in our regular slot, Saturday morning at 9 a.m. here on the network. We'll recap this Tuesday, past Tuesday's, uh, this upcoming Tuesday's power, and we will give a nice recap of the 1,000th episode of Impact, which will air this Thursday on Access. We watch it on YouTube because if you're an insider, it drops on your YouTube channel the next uh, the next day, so. Uh, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. So we hope you enjoyed uh, the show. Uh, if you have Impact Plus, watch Victory Road. It was a great show. Matches were really good. I highly recommend it. And uh, yeah. By the way, take a listen to this past week's episode of Place to Be Nation's main event. Myself, Steve Willie, and uh, Nate Milton. We had a gr- it was a great show. We talked AEW. We talked punk. No more no punk on this show. Doctor G knows how we both feel about CM Punk. We don't feel like getting into. We don't want to belabor this show with punkisms and stuff so but we had we had a nice long discussion about punk on on this past week's main event so please check it out on on the feed uh have a great week everybody we will talk to you next saturday morning i'm scott he's the doctor